Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, frick me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> Contrite and humiliated be the heart, lore boys, in silence, uh, for your penance is almost at its end. Um, after three sexy updates to the base game, which added new bosses, items, lore, and a fresh, uh, true ending, in quotes, um, setting up a sequel, of course, I figured it was time for us to go back to one of my personal favorite games of the past few years, uh, Blasphemous. Um, you could say that this is our free version of a New Game Plus mode, uh, except our version of New Game Plus has ads, um, of course, making the uh, game a better deal than this podcast. Um, my name is Peter O'Donoghue, and joining me on my pilgrimage, as always, is... Yeah, hi, uh, Ethan Palmer here. Peter, uh, sorry, this this corn won't stick together. I, like, I'm trying to do my penance, but this uh, crown of corns just won't stick together at all. Um, am I, am I getting the instructions right here? Um, I don't know. I, fax it to me. I'll look over the instructions. There may, okay. there, there may be a typo. Okay. So, yeah. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. This, this crown, of, I, I'm using cream corn. I don't know if that's a problem, but it's just, it won't stick together into any kind of crown shape. I won't know until I see the instructions. Just send it to me and I'll, I'll take a look. I'll look okay, over I'll it. send it over. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any assumptions and like bullshit my way through this. <laughs> <laughs> My name's James Miller, and I got corn glue if you had the kernels, but otherwise I'd say just mix in like uh, some type of powder into the, some type of thing to turn the cream corn into more of a solid. Something and, starchy. Yeah, it's I, like, wish there was, I wish there was some sort of starch for corn. Uh, okay, like a, okay. a papier mâché or like a, some type of pun with that with corn in it instead. Yeah, I uh, I accidentally I accidentally corn glued my hands to this crucifix <laughs> though, so uh, it's not going to be possible for me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Got creep corn on my head and, and corn glue glue in my hands to a crucifix, guys. Jesus laying on the cross on the ground, or Pontius Pilate just like hammering a whole corn cob. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just kernels everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. <laughs> on, when he was on the cross, that instead of the stakes, that's what they use was clubs of corn in his hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Golgotha it's, it's, is actually the uh, the Latin word for cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like that dry decorative, like autumn corn that you like hang for your balcony, though. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, the brown it's and a boiled one wouldn't go through. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into our Blasphemous Two episode or our second Blasphemous episode, I would like to uh, say hello and welcome to our new patron from this afternoon, Ryan Cornes, who. Um, that is not a joke. <laughs> I think it's a guy I went to high school with. Otherwise, it is a wild coincidence. But um, if you're here, dude, lo- I would love to talk to you in Discord because I, ha- I haven't seen him in years at this point. Welcome. Hi, Ryan. And if, if our I haven't seen him is- in years either, technically. 30, right? <laughs> Ish. At least, yeah. yeah. 
uh no since i've been playing a bunch of blasphemous recently um and like i've been talking to you guys originally i wasn't going to like ask for much of a recap that being said um what is your guys experience now jamie you told me you've started playing the game at least a little recently my first file is at 41 percent completion and my newest file is at six percent completion so i've not cool. played a ton of it but i think like six hours total I, was I think my save file's at like 135%. It just keeps going, so you're way behind. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, like, I'm, I'm not I'm really only to scratch the surface, but I've enjoyed it. Just side-scrolling, um, like, Catholic guilt simulator. Uh, you can yeah. also, uh, like, fight bosses and stuff. Feels a lot like Dark Souls in certain ways. I, I, you can't I, masturbate, so it's very Catholic. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I remember you're the penitent one or penchant one. Penitent? Penitent, penitent one. Penitent, yeah. penitent yeah. makes more sense than you're the, you're the pension you're the pensioner one. You're like an old guy in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> penitent, which root is repent? Is that it? Uh, uh, they probably sh it's penitent. Maybe sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like penance is a punishment you take. Repent repent is like admitting your sins to God. Whereas uh, a penitence would be like, like punishing, punishing yourself. yourself. Yeah. So what's the penthouse? Is that the punish house? Yeah, yeah, that's that's where you go to punish yourself. Okay, yeah. vigorously. Okay, <laughs> the Pentagon—that's an MMA ring. Uh, got it. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's where that's where guys punishes punish themselves by fighting other guys punishing themselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, you, you do my you penance. do my punishment for me, and I'll do your punishment for you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's just two Catholic guys helping each other out. Yeah, mm -hmm. my, my experience, like just with the ambiance of the game, it is just it feels like. You feel sad playing the game, I feel like. Like, it's fun to do the fights and everything, but all, like, the yeah. ambiance is just, like, it's not an upper. It's it's pretty much a downer. <laughs> it's not an upper. Yeah. I love how I'm at 135% completion, and you're at f f two save files that are combined 46, and you're the one who introduced me to the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it on Switch. Back when I used to commute, yeah. I would play it more, but then that whole commute thing stopped, so... I mean, to be fair, Peter, you're the one who introduced me to Hollow Knight, and I'm at probably like a 400% completion cumulatively yeah. on my save files. So. You were the third one of us, and I did like pretty well with it too. I beat the game at least, but you just went insane with it. Iron Man, yeah. all this shit, yeah. I think Ethan would like... Uh, well, Ethan, I guess you, you haven't played Blasphemous yet. I've not played Blasphemous, no. It, it is one of those ones that I've, I was buying on the Switch yeah. recently, and if it yeah. goes on sale on Switch, I'll probably pick it up. Instead of Breath of the Wild, which we were talking about uh, before the sound check, that we're just too old and miserly now to pay full price for video games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nintendo never lowers their prices, so we just yeah. were committed to never buying Nintendo games again. Blasphemous was like fifteen dollars when I got it. It must be like that or lower. I don't know. It was on sale on scene on on sale. Uh, it was on sale on Steam to celebrate its like final expansion, which is why we're doing an episode. And then it rolled into the winter sale. I think it has been seven Canadian dollars since like the middle of November at this point. <laughs> wow. Three and a I half loonies or toonies. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get it on switch just because, um, I have one game on switch, which is super Mario Odyssey. Well, that's not true. I have Dexy dungeons as well, but like, I, I just feel like it's a game that I'll play more sitting on the couch than I will. Yeah. At my PC. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. Non gamers, at least my experience, like Dara likes watching games with high stakes and there's a lot of good boss fights. So like if Ariane wants to watch you play something entertaining to look at, then it's probably a good choice to have on the television. Yeah, exactly. She loves watching me play um uh Hollow Knight, which is yeah. the same kind of like uh two D style fighter. 
That's um, only because Ethan stands up and twerks while he's playing, though, and she's seeing the real <laughs> show. I stand up and twerk uh, when I do anything, really. I, I would do it if it wasn't for this pesky crucifix right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would it would pick up on your mic, and the the uh, the, the pop the filter doesn't. Yeah, yeah well, the, the, the pop filter blocks out the letter P, but not the clapping of cheeks. So yeah, it's yeah. a it's a different accessory that, like, if you subscribe to our Patreon, we can afford one day. You yeah. have to get like a like a belt loop with like a little thing that has a pop filter right in front of your butt. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like just like a thin slice of foam you put between your butt cheeks to dampen the clap. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about here? Um, uh, Catholic guilt, I believe. Right, of course. No mm-hmm. clapping of cheeks. Um, it, it has been it has been six days since my last ass clap. Um, you, th- you think the Pope wears those thick robes to cover up the fact that he ain't got no donk? Yeah, man. You think the, does the Pope does does the Pope clap his cheeks in the woods? I think so. Whatever that, whatever that idiom is. Yeah, um, if the Pope's wagon didn't have glass walls, would you know he was clapping his cheeks? Uh, <laughs> Uh, Pope's wagon, Pope's whatever wagon it's called. A, yeah. Well, I like oh, that yo. you said wagon because wagon is sometimes a term used for ass. Yep. So, yep. oh yeah, there you go. Uh, so since launching in 2019, uh, Blasphemous has had three major content updates: the Stir of Dawn, Strife and Ruin, and Wounds of Eventide or Eventide. Don't know. Um, the first and third expansions are the ones that added what we'll be covering today since they uh, the second expansion only added like a boss rush mode and a crossover with Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is like another kickstarted Metroidvania because uh, Blasphemous started on Kickstarter, but they were so successful that all of their DLC has subsequently been free. Yeah. In terms of the actual story, I'm sure we'll get to the recap at some point, but I, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my next next one here. So from our last blasphemous episode, which um, I guess a key point of that was the last episode we did in person. Um, what do you guys remember from blasphemous? Was that the last one we did in person? Wow, that's what you told me, and I never looked in to verify that. Did not fact check you. So, it was one uh, of the last ones. Snopes can look into that fucking lore voice cannon for us. <laughs> I think the last one was when Ethan got back from vacation. And it was a day record, or like an earlier in the day record. Because I remember leaving and like not hugging Ethan and the sun was still out. Because I was like, I, normally I'd hug you, but I, I don't know, because you've just been traveling and there's a virus about. But... I did, yeah. I was just traveling. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what do I remember about Blasphemous? I remember trees with golden sap and faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's, and, yeah, those are all very iconic. And in uh, and Catholics. That's it. Remember, That's it. You have to bring a tree something. Um there's You cry you cry blood. Yeah. I remember as the as the protag. You blood comes out of your helmet sometimes. When you kill yeah, someone, tears. you fill your helmet up with the blood, then you put it on your head. Cause you gotta get yeah, the fresh the first... stuff in. That's 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 yeah, you don't want stale blood, dog. No. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I don't remember, yeah. Uh, weirdly enough, for someone who played six uh, percent uh, of the game recently, uh, and someone who played zero percent of the game ever, uh, Ethan is way closer to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, yeah. So basically, the the base game you play the penitent one, who is a man uh, who is part of an organization called the Brotherhood of Silent Sorrow, 
Um, and they go on journeys when they feel guilty, and they that that is their penance for their guilt. The world itself has been either blessed or cursed, depending on who you asked, by something called the Miracle, which was initiated by the High Wills, which is God and then creation. Um, and this was all kind of catalyzed around their Jesus figure, who is called the Twisted Father, who is um, a man who was feeling so guilty, he prayed to the High Wills to punish him, and what they did to him was fuse him with the log he was sitting on, and he eventually turned into a gigantic tree uh, that sweats uh, melted gold, basically. <laughs> nice. It's it, like all the characters, like whoever could just like hurt themselves the best to show that they're they're the most sorry or they're repenting the hardest. Like they they got the most clout in the game. Like, a lot of them. I yeah, mean, that's Catholicism. Them. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. all it is. Like, yeah. what, you just described the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the characters are suffering or are in the process of suffering or in some case is just like, hey, can you help me suffer more? In the case of one guy like Gemino who wants you to just like find burning oil and dump it into his veins because he's frozen to a tree like right. that's one of those yeah I I ran into one character on my new playthrough that I didn't remember and it was a statue and a lady's foot over a bowl um okay so that's a dude and oh, there okay. are certain items you can take to that guy and he will change them into relics and relics give you passive buffs so that uh, yeah oh yeah. that's why he turned my linen cloth into something cool uh yeah the, li <laughs> the the linen cloth lets you speak to the dead nice yeah which is you can do for an achievement it's just like additional lore which is garbage so like turn off the podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> um why don't you just play the video game and mash a through all the dialogue gamers nerd yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so the stir of dawn added uh, a ton of uh lore and new mechanics uh, most of which can only be accessed with a new game plus or true torment, uh, meaning you do kind of have to do like a pr the, the the first playthrough is the practice run because the all the expansions, all the new shit is in new game plus, which is I guess the intended difficulty. Uh, the game does not get more difficult after one new game plus. It gets easier because you have more uh, uh, reliquary beads. It absolutely, it's a rosary bead, but it, <laughs> it, it, it absolutely. Reliquary, though, is a very religious term, James. Yeah, good job. Close, yeah. I think it's where you burn ashes, maybe, sacred ash. A reliquary? I, I think it's like a, it's something to contain fluid. Oh, I, I somehow ended up on lorevoice.com slash reliquary, and guess what? No search results. How much Dang. fluid? Like one to ten milliliters of fluid? <laughs> no. A reliquary, okay. a reliquary is a container for relics. Go figure. Oh. Uh, where oh, you so store anything. sacred relics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so it, We're so smart. what? It is a religious Tupperware, is what you're saying. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the it's a brand of Tupperware they use at the Vatican. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, a generic Jewish. term. You have to go to a party with a guy with a spiny hat, and if you don't buy something when, before you leave, like you kind of it's rude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll talk about you in Sunday school or something. Like that guy didn't yeah. buy a reliquary. And he ate all the of the chips. You think the Pope's wagon was done by uh, Tupperware? That, little, uh, that yeah, sealed I, container I, in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, but it's it's like a spider, so you have to punch holes in the top. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Put yeah. a stick in there so he feels at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just the Pope in the back of his little Pope mobile. It's like clinging onto a branch. So <laughs> like a, a stick in one plastic leaf, like suction cup to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> my God. Uh, so through New Game Plus, like like we were discussing, uh, it really does get easier because you keep all of your sword upgrades, your rosary beads, your passive buffs like the linen cloth, and your prayers, which prayers are the magic, basically, uh, in this game. Uh, however, every New Game Plus, you need to upgrade your healing flasks and your HP and your mana bar, which is called fervor, again. So you do... I mean, theoretically, get debuffed, except for the fact that, like, you're already good at the game because you finished it, so you can just waste everybody on the way through and you don't really need HP anymore because you don't really get hit. Um, New Game Plus adds optional challenges for you. Um, the, like, like it for, for, it, the, the rewards are really good. Like, they completely bust the game. Um, when you, like, if you beat the game using the different challenges, they give you, it, like, gives you the option before the first boss to take on a particular challenge. Um, the one that I personally think you should do first is the Penitence of the Bleeding Heart, uh, which changes your health bar to orbs. Um, so you start with three orbs, which means you can get hit three times before you die. It makes the early game way more difficult, and the late game way easier, uh, because it kind of it levels the damage that everyone does to you so the first enemy and the first boss do the same amount of damage so it kind of it's it's very difficult but as soon as you start upgrading your health where it's just like you go from three to four and then four to five and then five to six the maximum i know how counting is, works thank you yeah exactly it's like <laughs> el 11 orbs Penitence max of bleeding heart <laughs> but once you have 11 orbs like even if you fuck up a boss fight because you're like not paying attention getting hit by a boss 11 times is a lot and you can still heal and it restores an orb and then it it regens it um beating this gives you a rosary bead which is a passive buff that you can equip that just adds the health regen to your healing flasks anyway so if you heal in like a platforming section uh, you can just heal to full with one potion because the uh, regen buff never goes away until you get hit. It just stays. Nice. So you can okay. basically break your health. Yeah, um, it's like it's like when you're in the path of pain in Hollow Knight, and you just you can get a badge that uh, just slowly refills your spirit. So it's just like anytime you're like really low and you got like a tough stretch, you just like slowly wait for it to recharge and you just like get your health up to actually make the attempt. Wall yeah, jump exactly. in the top corner or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so it's totally worth doing the bleeding heart challenge first because it is I mean it's the order I did them in. Uh I think it's the most difficult because health is the thing that like gets you killed basically. Uh but the reward of like the passive regen is universal, which I'll get into in a second here. Um, oh, the other good thing lore, that makes universe lore, pause. <laughs> the, <laughs> the 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 other thing that makes kind of like the bleeding heart slightly harder and easier is the fact that enemies respawn every time you leave the screen. So like in two D games, when you change screens, it like loads for a half second and you go. If you just keep going in and out of the same room full of easy enemies, they keep respawning. And if you farm them up to twenty thousand, uh, what are called um, tears of atonement and then donate them to the church in the town of Albero, you unlock fast travel. And like when you have infinite bad guys without needing to go to a checkpoint, save, respawn everybody, and go back, you can just go in and out of a door. Getting 20,000 tiers on like easy enemies, on, you can unlock fast travel basically 
as quickly as you want. I thought like, you, okay. you got fast travel just for finding the portal. You could always go from Albero, the main town, to whatever portal you got to, right? There, The portals are still in the game for people who don't want to donate the money, but if you donate 20,000 Tears of Atonement to the church in Albero, it upgrades the checkpoints, the shrines that you pray to, okay. then you can just fast travel between every single one of them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you can unlock it a lot quicker uh, in this uh in the in this fashion because you don't need to respawn everybody yeah it's like portal 2 yeah um once you get the regen rosary bead you can do whichever challenge you want uh, i personally did the penitence of true guilt um the combination of doing bleeding heart and then true guilt uh i think made it the easiest one um because in true guilt it replaces your health flasks with mana flasks to regenerate your fervor so but you that get means some type of prayer that heals you or something. No, no, oh. you, no, because the uh, health regen rosary bead. I don't know if there's a bug or a feature applies to the mana flasks, so you can regen your mana and it also starts healing your health. So you can just regen everything with one hit. And the prayers in game, which are the spells, are like wildly powerful. Like when we were chilling on Discord on Christmas Eve and I was streaming it like with people in Discord, there was like I think every single boss I fought that night was like a 20 second fight because it's just like cast a wild spell and just fucking melt them regen mana health starts going up regen mana your casting animation has iframes so you can't even get fucking hit so it like the regen never stops and it was just like the uh the main prayer i used was the debla of the lights which i recommend to everybody it's just like this giant fucking laser that shoots out of the ground um and like there is, you know, like when you get hit in some games, you get a little, a couple iframes to kind of readjust you, so you, you can't get hit again. Bosses have that too for prayers, except the Debla of the Lights, as long as the boss is within the laser, their hitbox will get hit like multiple times in one cast. Yeah. And, so, and some bosses have multiple hitboxes. Yeah, exactly. There's so you like could just... one of the things too where it like sends um, a like basically it follows the floor and the walls when you use this it's like the first prayer you get that's so this, it's, a, it's a 2d 2d game in the shockwave yeah like exactly yeah it fall, so it fall like from you on both sides it goes all the way around so you'd like line up the boss right on the corner of the screen right so then it, yeah it, it gets hit like on the floor but also as it's going up the side of the screen you can just yeah and they and they both in. count as like as 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 like their own individual hitbox so as long as they're inside the shockwave yeah. it's sometimes can count as like between four and six hits all at the same time and if you buff your prayer damage and again when you have just like fucking mana potions that also regen your health like you become the boss it's on them to try and stop you <laughs> <laughs> okay so lore of peter then yeah exactly yeah i was born in 1991 um <laughs> And then the final challenge is the Penitence of the Unwavering Faith. Uh, it reduces the damage of your sword by 50%, but your fervor or your mana regens automatically. And then, obviously, the reward for this one is a Rosary Bead that gives you automatic uh, mana regen. Cool. Okay. So, like, doing these challenges and, like, doing a theoretical final playthrough with all three equipped, it, it really is just like, hey, man, you did it. You played through the game four times minimum to, to get to this point destroy it just go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be stopped you earned it go go and become boss yeah destroyer exactly. of old boss yeah <laughs> so now that i'm done gushing like one of the sanguine fountains um we can move on to some of the new characters that have been added in the dlc uh 
one of the earliest new characters that you can encounter. I, it would be, it would be I the... can't believe they added Goofy. Forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned. Storo fill me with the heart, Maxie. <laughs> He's like encased in a tree. <laughs> Um, one of the first new characters that you'll encounter uh, is Nascimiento and I'm sorry to anybody who speaks Spanish out there for uh, fucking that up probably Um, I put it in chat Uh, you guys can describe him he is the first one there he's the balding monk looking fella so So what was his name? Nascimiento Nascimiento and then you said I'm sorry after which I think is La Siento a, I have no idea, man. A nice rhyme, it, 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 yeah, yeah, lo siento. Is, uh... Apologies. So are you the little red guy, the little red and blue guy there? Yeah. So he's huge. Uh, he's wearing a green tunic, which is like a long shirt, I guess, for anyone who doesn't know. Opens in the front. Uh, he has a great bowl cut. Uh, yeah. He has a bunch of bangles and gold beads hanging on his right arm. And coming out of the middle of his sternum is like an 80-year-old Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does look like Gandhi. God damn it. I never noticed that. Who's growing a tree trunk out of his eye that seems to be trying to punch you? Or is he friendly? I, I can't tell. Or is that his arm uh, from the other side? It's, that's just his arm from the other side, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, the anti-artist, no understanding of perspective. <laughs> oh, it. It could easily look like he's coming out of his left eye there. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't at me Yeah, with that. yeah. It's I up mean, for like, interpretation. Yeah. You've played the game. You've seen him at more angles than just that. You maybe yeah. know. And conveniently, in the next picture of him, his left eye is covered. Like the, like the tree trunk has just proceeded back in. Oh, so. that's that is... the same guy. Okay. Yeah, I, in, I saw this guy in the game. It, okay. In two different stages, exactly. Um, so, nacimiento is a Spanish word uh, that means birth. Uh, so, as evidenced by the old man hatching from his chest. Um, it is also used to refer to the nativity scene uh, in many countries that have set, had, like, let, let's politely call it contact with Spain and Portugal. Uh, so that, that, that's a global term now. Um, so regarding Nascimiento, uh, hidden around levels are uh, spheres of quicksilver or mercury. Um, and if you bring them to Nascimiento, he will upgrade the healing effect of your flasks, but reduce the amount of flasks that you have. Uh, this affects your fervor restoration if you have the mana, if you have, if you're doing that challenge or have that bead equipped. And it also affects the heal over time effect if you have that rosary equipped or if you're on that challenge. So it upgrades the, it upgrades every single effect that the flask can do regardless of like your mode or your equipped uh rosary beads upgrade slash downgrades like it sounds like a trade-off right uh well you get less chances to heal but the healing effect like if you fully upgrade them it's i i mean like it, i've never con- been, been able to be hit the exact amount of times to go from like to be at one percent hp but yeah. like when it's when it is fully upgraded i'm fairly certain it is a full heal from one to that and okay. then the the heal over time turn it is is basically like three percent a second like it just goes up so fucking fast yeah okay yeah and the same thing that the the heal the fervor if you've got the beat equipped or you're doing the mana challenge the fervor you can basically heal from zero to 100 with two upgrades the fervor regens i would say way too fucking fast because there is no point in upgrading your your uh flasks after that point 
but it the the heal over time effect with the rosary bead is affected by the quicksilver so it's still again do your challenges become be, ascend become god become yeah. become the, the sigma penitent one basically <laughs> if you want to play the game play the game frick yeah Jeez, it's seven Canadian dollars. Do yeah. it. Can you I want them to send me whatever the current. No, no need church. No. Oh, frick me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> uh, that's a weird connotation with the Catholic Church. Yeah. Uh... Oh, I think it's very appropriate. <laughs> um, Nascimento, when you give him Quicksilver, Quicksilver states he blesses the mixture that will recover your spilled blood. Um, and considering Mercury is incredibly poisonous, I'm not 100% certain what he's doing with it. Um, this process could be referenced to an ancient Chinese and Tibetan belief that Mercury is good for you. Um, or it could be a much more local reference to the development team themselves. Uh, the Blasphemous is made in southern Spain, um, and a Mercury mine was opened in Almadeon, Spain, uh, about 2,500 years ago, which is close by. And this is one of the mines in Europe that, like, dominated mercury production um, okay. in that period of history. Maybe he's um, looking Almadean, for a, Almadean, a cure for the man in his chest. Because I, I did talk to him. He didn't seem so happy about the man in his chest. So maybe uh, no. a little mercury. Are they, are they distinct? Like, are, are they, like, two? Is, is it Siamese siblings or are they? We'll get into it. Okay. The face uh, didn't I will talk say... first interaction. You only got to no, see the... the top face. So yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nasty was... is the balding ch- the the balding fella, not the face. Yeah. Well, he's yeah balding. He's got like that monk's shave in like the top of his head. Yeah. Right? The 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 Disney Disney's animated friar tuck that makes people into furries. Little exactly. Yeah. The shaved head thing. Yeah. Um. I will say there are some medicinal properties to mercury. Like I, I know it's a laxative and it can help with constipation. And I know that because it's how they track uh, Lewis and Clark's expedition across uh, the continent. Because uh, one of them was taking mercury for his, uh, his constipation, and they can <laughs> find mercury mercury deposits across the continent along their trail. I mean, if I ate a bunch of food and took some cyanide, I'd probably shit myself too. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. yeah, would you? Cyanide and mercury are different things, James. I know, but that, that's what I'm saying. Is like just because it's it it works as a laxative doesn't mean it's a, a, a as medicinal okay. property. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't I don't think anybody <laughs> sent like a like a spy to the Kremlin with a mercury tooth so that he could shit his pants. In front of <laughs> 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 um, it it may just be one of like an alchemical thing because in alchemy, mercury is known as the prima materia uh, or first matter. Uh, in like ancient alchemy, it, it is thought that mercury is the basis of all matter and is like a formless base similar to chaos itself. Um, and the item's description, uh, like a lot like in the Souls games, you can read the item distri- descriptions. Uh, in the item's description, uh, it does refer to the Quicksilver that you find in Custodia, which is the country that Blastodia, uh, Blastodia Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that Blasphemous takes place in. Um, it does state that the Mercury in-game comes from a mysterious distant land. Cool. There's a lot of, yeah, okay. like, lore collective. Like, you get different bones from people from times way past, like... Well, so those are, rel- those are relics that oh. you would keep in a reliquary. And there actually is a new character added where we talk about the oh, and ossuary. You can, and you can yeah. turn in the bones. I did that, too. I, I thought I just missed yeah. it the first time. So you get, yeah. like, Shin of Loreboy Pete. 
Uh, he died doing what he loved, beating his meat. Uh, yeah, choking himself in his closet and beating off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, your flasks can be upgraded five times. Um, so I believe the maximum flask capacity in the game is seven. Uh, but they added more when they added the expansions so that you still end up with, I think, the the max fully upgraded flask you can have is five, which, again, is like a ridiculous heal or a completely broken heal over time, depending on like what mode and what rosary beads you have. Um, after the third upgrade, Nascimento. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were playing again, Jamie. So there's going to be spoilers. Spoilers, uh, ahoy! I only um, played for a couple hours because I knew we were going to do this. So I'm not okay, yeah. About it, yeah, yeah, man. I, I I put in my uh my, my union hours. I put in my, <laughs> yeah. my, my, my I got I got I got to do my six percent. I downloaded Hades <laughs> again, so I'm not going to play Blasphemous until I get through a few of those runs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, maybe this episode will inspire you, or maybe you'll install uninstall the game after we're done talking. Yep. Um, after your third upgrade, Nasimiento complains that he's tired um, and that he would like to take the day off. So he, you cannot speak to him after your third upgrade for a little bit. Um, okay. Next time, I'm tired next from time. eating all this mercury. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm shitting my pants yeah, or my, tu- my tunic. Excuse me. Well, that's probably why he's only wearing a tunic and no pants, right? He's yeah. not wearing the slacks. Really, pray tell, I seem to have shitteth my tunic again. <laughs> he's just Winnie the Poohing down Albero, you know, like actually pooing, but also Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah he's got the, the red shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no pants. Uh, next time you enter the room after he complains about being tired and pooping his pants, um, the old man in his chest has now erupted out of uh, Nascimento's body up to the old dude's waist, and then Nascimento will then beg for more Quicksilver. Um, after the fifth and final upgrade, uh, Nascimento and the being that he now refers to as the Ancient One will both be found dead in the cave that you found them in. Uh, Nascimento is kind of kneeling with his hands on the ground and just his head slumped over, and he's been completely hollowed out like a husk, like this giant hole in his chest. Um, And the Ancient One seemingly kind of barely made it anywhere. Uh, The old man is just curled up in the fetal position, covered in slime a few feet ahead of him. So he just kind of like crawls out and then dies immediately. Damn, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Every crazy. caterpillar becomes a butterfly. <laughs> just like inside of him. Just a religious dude. Yeah. It's cocoon shaped like a younger man. An old man hatches out of it. <laughs> inside all of us is a uh, is two an old man waiting to be born. Yeah, or an old yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, it's two Mahatma Gandhis. <laughs> <laughs> one that says you should drink Quicksilver and the one that says nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and who's the real villain? Because that guy didn't. The the second Gandhi didn't try and stop you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He knew the rest. Um. So the new character that you'll likely encounter earlier in the game, uh, like Nascimento, is very hard to miss. Um. Because you kind of have to find this next dude, but he is in the first area. Uh. He is in the next screen after the first boss. Um. He is called Hebrael, which of course it's a Spanish game. It's spelled with a J. Uh, he is another gigantic man. Uh, however, he is completely emaciated and is only wearing a loincloth, so diarrhea would affect him much worse uh, were he consuming mercury. <laughs> and there's a J in the middle of that diarrhea, by the way. It, it, <laughs> di- diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it looks like he has some issues with too much mercury and has been shitting too much because he's so gaunt, you know? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So he is also posted in chat. Um, yeah, I had, I had written this out, but uh, does one of you want to describe him to uh, to the audience? Is this the uh, guy yeah. leaning over? Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy leaning over. You want to take it, James? Go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, very skinny dude. He's got really long hair. He's like bent over um, like 90 degrees at the waist, and then he's like kind of hunching down even more. He's, got he's trying to twerk, but he's got a flat ass like the Pope. Yeah. Like. <laughs> flat ass like the Pope. Uh, it looks like he's got some mushrooms growing around his feet area, so I'm not sure he's moving a whole lot. And his arms are kind of like outstretched, like with his palms facing upwards. He's got like what looks like a long bugle, like wrapped all around, like a trumpet with no buttons. It's just like wrapped it's around. It's a vuvuzela, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. He's a Brazilian soccer fan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his like... is having the vuvuzela wrapped around his forearms. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very long. It wraps around a bunch of times mm. and then points at his mushroomy feet. So maybe he's trying to um, play music for his mushroom feet. Yeah, uh, act, uh, like the very, 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 very good description. Um, the only difference is because you, I guess you haven't seen the character in game. Um, it is not mushrooms growing out of his shins. Uh, it is actually like rose-shaped candle holders. So there are lit candles within the like hollow glass flowers that grow out of his legs. Um, these flowers That's, actually also it's the kinda... candlestick from Beauty and the Beast that he's serenading. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Shalk or whatever his name is. <laughs> Do not remember. Yeah. I would have said his name if I remembered, but be our guest. Be our guests. Put what does his toenails do the test? I will. I will look it up. <laughs> somebody, 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 Jamie it up. Beauty and the Beast is Henry Lubati. No, that's the guy who played him. Uh, or portray, portrayed by Lumiere. That makes sense. Ah, uh, Lumiere. I was, I was like, I know, I know, it's not a joke. It's got to be some pun because they it, all are. Oh, right? it's like Lou. Chip is the Clocksworth. <laughs> yeah, Clocksworth. Or is uh, it Cogsworth Chip. or Clocksworth? Cogsworth makes more sense, I think. For the non, uh, just less on the nose, maybe. For the non-Francos, Lumiere means uh, light in French. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the like little the the little Lumieres that are growing out of his thighs or out of his calves rather um, are how you find him. So they are they kind of like spread out in a limited distance around rooms. So you're supposed to look for him if you see the little if you see the flowers anywhere. Um, he talks uh, Mrs. a lot. Mrs. Pot. Mrs. Pot is the teapot. <laughs> oh, okay. That's Chip's mom. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, th- this picture reminded me how great the art is in the game. Like the the backgrounds and like the foreground. There's like just so much going on. Like as you're walking across anything, like the landscape just looks beautiful. The the enemies, yeah. the animations are great. Uh, I forgot. It how is great a. It is. Now that I work for a VFX company and have been playing a bunch of Blasphemous like from home, uh, everybody's just like, oh, Pete, what are you doing now? Like that bedtime is 10 o'clock at the cops will arrest you. I'm just like, I'm playing a lot of Blasphemous. It's this weird Spanish game. You should you should check it out. And, and you like, don't everybody... understand. I'm a gamer. I didn't go out before the curfew. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> I'll be um, honest. It hasn't changed my life that much because I'm allowed to walk yeah. my dog still uh, past yeah. that time. So. Is, there, is there a range? Because like in One the last kilometer. curfew, it was like, it is still a kilometer, right? God, yeah. Fuck it. Originally, they said you can't walk your dog past a certain time, but so many dog owners freaked out. They backed off on that. Like, oh, okay, no, we're sorry, you can't. What, you can't. Are they, what do they have? Like, like two cops. They've got like yeah. the cop and the canine unit, and they question you guys individually to make sure they get the same story, or like where your fucking address is. <laughs> no, we've all just been uh, letting the dogs poop into letters and then mailing them to the mayor. 
And, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's how it went. Good. Yeah. <laughs> conscious, conscientious objecting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Hebrael talks a lot, which makes our job a lot easier. Um, he explains that the miracle, the holy force that either blessed or cursed the land of Custodia, like thousands of years ago now, uh, named him the messenger of the Saeta, which was like a pure and magical song that could raise five buried crystal coffins from the earth. Um, within these coffins are five women called the Amanasitas, uh, which translates in it, uh, the Ooh. Amanasitas, the oh, Mamasitas, yeah. Okay. yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, mama, the, the mamacitas, uh, which translates to daybreak or MILF uh, in English. Um, <laughs> and originally, the amanacitas were only one woman named Laudes, uh, who we will get into more after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, hope that ad was good. And I would like uh, an audience survey. Text your, text your answers now. Which of the Ashleys from Recess would you want to fuck when she grew up? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> 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 <clears throat> Excuse me. What the oh, f- No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just scrap this intro? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Um, in our last episode about Blastus, we explained this a lot more, uh, but millennia ago, the High Wills manifested the miracle. Uh, we kind of like touched on this earlier, but I'll, I'll go over it again because it's going to get important. Um, the, the, uh, the High Wills manifested the miracle in a young man who was racked with guilt. Um, he began to fuse with the log he was sitting on and became known as the Twisted Father. He is the Jesus Christ replacement, uh, but in his current kind of tortured state, he is wrapped around this log in a like more figure eight pattern where his arms and legs are all in very like, imagine if Jesus was sitting less comfortably on the cross after being crucified. Basically he looks so com. When I think of him on the cross, I'm like comfort Jesus. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's why a little crucified Jesus is like the logo for lazy boy. Right. Is they're just like, yeah, you could aspire to be this comfortable. (laughs) Um, so the woman we mentioned before the break, Laudes, uh, became completely devoted to the Twisted Father uh, as soon as she had laid eyes on him. Uh, her devotion was taken by the miracle and also physically manifested. One night, a divine beam of light came down from the sky and her pores opened up and she sweated out boiling hot gold. Uh, and the gold then coalesced into four 
exact clones of her. Oh. Now, probably painful yeah. that it happened, but probably feels pretty good after it's done. You know, once you get all that gold out of your pores and you have a nice yeah. shower, you fucking get, get some nice clothes <laughs> Take, on. Honey, it. honey, come look. I lost... 80 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, she did not. So it wouldn't be 80 pounds. It would be like whatever, like an average human woman weighs like 140 pounds, I guess. Uh, they came out as adults, like clones. She did not give birth to four like clone daughters. The, okay. She sweated out enough gold to create four other Replicas. adult women. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Whoa. Yeah. I think yeah. 560 for the math fans at home. Yeah. It's yeah. like the it's like the, it's like the meat sweats. Basically, she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to impose ideal weights on, on the women out there. You you do you. But, uh, we I didn't said say average. ideal. He no, said yeah, average. you said you said <laughs> if you're heavier than one forty, then you can't even uh, blaspheme to God or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. If you're if you're if you're if you're trying if you're trying to get motivated to lose weight, maybe sometimes your sweat will turn to gold. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? True. Exactly. True. And I mean, I guess J Jamie is right. I, I say no fat chicks all the time. That I said that earlier in the episode. If you rewind, you'll find that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, you're it's if you play it backwards. <laughs> I think a yeah, long play, time if ago. Play, if you play the episode backwards, it just says no fat chicks. <laughs> I forget why I remember it, but you said something about steampunk and fat chicks a long time ago, and I cannot remember why. Someone will tell uh, us. Yeah, yeah. Check the Lore Boys wiki. I'm sure I, I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I've said something horrible in the past. That sounds about right. <laughs> oh yeah. Not me though. Surely. No. <laughs> oh no, never. Nope. Um. So these five women would parade the Twisted Father around the country in like kind of like a mobile planter is what it even looks like in the official art. It looks like. Um, you know, like the, you, like when like a king or a queen is carried around, there's like that, the, the, the throne that's on the platform with the four posts on it. You have like four people carry you around. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a wagon, but uh, people are the wheels. Exactly. Uh, precisely. Uh, before the palanquin? wheel. <laughs> I, that's not how to pronounce it, but it's, it's spelled palanquin. Harley Palinquin. Palinquin. Okay. Yeah. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's kind of like a mobile planter in this case because the log that he had been twisted onto before it kind of absorbed him within the tree was really more of like a sapling. So they, I guess, like transplanted him into like a bucket that they put four rods on. So Laudes would lead the procession and her four clones would carry it with the Twisted Father in the in the planter himself, like a like a tree planting and thing, basically. Laudes, um, Laudes is, becomes the Amanacitas that you... Talked about before the ones that came Loud from the crystal coffins, right? Laudas and her clones are the five Amanacitas, exactly. Okay, yeah. and they are they were sorry. So, so this is before they they're in the the crystal coffins and summoned by what was it, Jibriel? Uh, Hebrael, yes. Hebrael. Um, it's <laughs> likely that Hebrael was kind of the hype man for the procession that was kind of announcing their arrival by playing his bugle that is now twisted around his arms, sort of thing. Okay. Like, in game, when you meet him, um, he asks you if you want to if he if you want to make the bronze sing, and then he will play the bugle that is wrapped around his arms, thus unlocking one of the boss fights with the Amanacitas um, after playing his bugle. So he summons the coffins, but I'm going to get into why that they're in crystal coffins in the first place. Okay, yeah, the penitent wine fi fights five sweaty ladies. Uh, yeah, one sweaty lady and all of her sweaty clones. 
Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> do a whole like, so, playthrough before you can fight the sweaty women? That's the, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then on New Game Plus Plus, you get to see their feet. So honestly, they're keeping all the good shit gated behind the extra difficulty. God, dude. <laughs> but yeah, he's like basically the hype man. So he would like shred sweet nar on his bugle to to let people know that the procession was inbound. Okay. But that's assumed. It's never admitted. It's very clear that he has respect for the Amanasitas in game. Um, however, um, he never says like, "Yo, I know them," and and it's it, like I was their manager actually. Like before yeah, yeah. I got big, it's like really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like permanently bowing to them. It looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, he's he he's been he's been crippled by his simping, where he's now he's wrapped <laughs> his, he's he's wrapped his twitch bits around his arms and is now like, <laughs> completely he's starved himself to death. He spent all his money on bits. <laughs> Uh, so when the Twisted Father finally died, uh, Laudes continued to worship him, like, kind of like any anyone would. Um, and like a good Old Testament uh, miracle, the High Wills grew jealous and wanted all of what they considered to be excess fervor. Because uh, they were just like, well, we the, high, we, the High Wills, are still around and the Twisted Father is dead. What's the deal? Why don't we get some of the attention? Um, and then as punishment... The High Wills locked away all five Amanecitas within crystal coffins. Or really, they locked away the four clones, and then when you kill the clones, uh, you get to challenge Laudes herself within the mirrored sarcophagus, which is just in a different place, but it's basically the same thing. And they're kind of buried around Custodia in different locations until it needed them. It's kind of like a crypto wallet, basically. It's just like investing <laughs> in this stupid shit. In case it needs it in the future, yeah. I'm getting you so open many... one of the coffins. It's a PNG of Lola Bunny uh, <laughs> bouncing a basketball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting so many ads for games that are mobile games that uh, are like on the blockchain. They have NFTs that they're introducing into them and stuff. Uh, like mobile yeah. gaming is moving in that direction. Metaverse, all this. Dude, yeah. what, what, Peter, what the world? Peter Molyneux, the man, the man well known for creating the Fable series and then also fundraising like $22 million to make a game and then just scarpering off with it, is uh, his next big thing is an NFT. Uh, an yeah, NFT it, so, it sounds like a Peter Molyneux thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Publicly lying to people. <laughs> so at the time of the game, the Penitent One encounters Hebrael and has him summon the remnants of the Amanasitas. Uh, the women are kind of brought back and fought in a different dimension. They don't have their own levels. Uh, when their coffin is summoned, you just go to it. And if you die, you can just immediately recover your souls outside of it. It's a completely separate place. Hmm. Uh, it seems like you kind of ascend to it or whatever by, excuse me, interacting with the coffin. Uh, the clones uh, are the Amanasita of the Golden Blades, Amanasita of the Bejeweled Arrow, Amanasita of the Chiseled Steel, and the Amanasita of the Molten Thorn. Oh, um, Bejeweled Arrow is the name of the NFT game, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're all Facebook games. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, they're loosely named after the weapons that they carry, which are an axe, bow, sword, and lance, respectively. Um, defeating each one gives you an item called a verse spun in gold, uh, which has the description, quote, 
a fragment of a stanza embroidered in gold in gold thread on blue silk. It does not belong to any known song. The golden threads move with a life of their own, snaking through the fabric, but the verses they form are always the same. <laughs> um, this is a little bit Loreboy's canon. The verses written on the blue material are probably the lyrics to the Saeta that Hebrael plays on his bugle. Yeah, the hymn or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. I like it. It's not. Con- it's unconfirmed. I think they kind of want us to speculate, but yeah, that's that's Lord Boy's canon Bing, for the moment. Bing, I'm the crazy frog. Do you wish to make the? Do you wish to make the bronze Bing? And then like, <laughs> and he just like plays crazy frog. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you have to defeat all four clones. Uh, and then you can open the mirrored sarcophagus, which is inside the gigantic called the Ferris tree that grows out of the mother of mother's church. Um, Ferris means it's made of uh, iron. iron, I believe. So yeah. it's like a just giant metallic tree. Yeah. Oh, is that um, why they call you... it a Ferris wheel? Yeah. Because they're made oh, out yeah. of iron? It's not, because it looks but... like a wagon wheel. Yeah, sure. it sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ferris, or... like F-E-R-O-U-S, right? R-R-O-U-S. Yeah. Okay, Ferris. Like... Like yeah. the 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 French for iron, and then us. Yeah. No, they na- they call them Ferris wheels because it's named after Ferris Bueller, who took the day off. Who the movie starts with him in bed, and it ends with him in bed again. So it <laughs> goes the- in like a full circle. Right at the end of every right car- at the end of every carnival day, they have to run the thing backwards so Dad doesn't find out they use the like, Ferris yeah. wheel. <laughs> <laughs> weirdly enough you know of all the theme park rides to give you vertigo roller coaster fine the teacup thing fine that big like washing machine thing that spins around and sticks you to wall fine ferris wheels make me so goddamn dizzy it's (laughs) It's, unbelievable it's such a romantic one too like you could be above the city you give your date a little smooch on the cheek or something and then instead you're vomiting in their lap but yeah just like (laughs) (laughs) discreetly throw up into your pop popcorn bag (laughs) (laughs) oh do you Uh, have a surprise in that popcorn bag for me peter i do stick your your dick through the bottom So after defeating all of her clones and opening the mirrored sarcophagus, you can find Hebrael actually praying and begging to see Laudas again uh, on the other side of the dream, which is Blasphemous's version of heaven. Um, he then just like vanishes and claims that he will be happy. So he does not die. You do not find Laudas, uh, Hebrael's corpse. He presumably ascends to the other side of the dream. It seems that like the thing that he did actually, he's one of the few guys who gets out of this one. Okay, so how do you spell Hebrael again? J I B R A E L. Can you use it in a Cause sentence? Because I you spelled uh, it with a J, and that's why I thought <laughs> Hebrael. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what... um, I would like to Hebrael uh, out of this conversation. Can I get Hebrael the... these nuts? The, the uh, origin of the word, please. Yeah, I um. <laughs> Because you said Hebrael, and I had, like, you mentioned it was a J, and that's why I was remembering it, Jubrael. But it's so similar to Gabriel, who, like, Gabriel the angel in um, Christianity is, he's the one who's going to blow the 11th, the 7th trumpet, I think, before the end of the end times, basically, as well, which I think is, oh. like, a nice parallel. Yeah, uh, which I didn't know. I, I don't so know this the Spanish name, if somebody wants to pull up the clip, like, find out if Hebrael is the Spanish, Spain Spanish. Uh, name for Gabriel, because uh, if that it that would make a lot of sense. 
And uh, Spain is French for S bread. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would I I'd posit that most people didn't know that actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, Spanish for Gabriel is Gabriel. Uh, I, there's just like some similarities, right? In that's close. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. there is some versions, not Spanish, but like in oh in Arabic, Ibrahel is uh gabriel in uh, arabic in Ar- or aramaic in arabic okay okay and i mean arabic you know uh muslim accepts the bible right like it's built off the uh the bible it's the more modern religion this the old With... testament nope. is canon because islam is newer correct islam is newer yeah but so yeah, yeah it's they, they believe that jesus was a prophet and right it's just he wasn't like the last prophet right um but yeah, so they believe a lot of the the same roots, basically. Okay. Um, but yeah, so some similarities there at the very least. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That I, I did not stumble across that in my like combination of like fandom and Wikipedia. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't make that. Um, so the loudest fight after you you have to kill the clones first. Uh, the loudest fight takes place in four stages. One for each of the weapons I mentioned earlier. This kind of has the unintended effect of making her the easiest of the five uh, because it is fighting one quarter of the boss that you've already done. She does not have new moves. <laughs> you fight the lance one, the sword one, the axe one, and the bow one again, and she changes like every 25% of her HP. Um, so it's really not that difficult, but She's it is still just pretty twerking. cool. Sorry? She's still just twerking. No new moves. She is just yeah. twerking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's, just she's, her she's, rising, she's rising over the horizon like Daybreak. Just twerking. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <how it> <laughs> uh, yes. The romantic clapping of a sunset. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, the sound of one sun clapping? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, the Catholic Church would ask you, how do you spell sun in this instance? Right. Oh, right. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Jesus man. like crucified like the, the one hand like around the nail. <laughs> um, so the third and final DLC added like kind of two-ish new bosses and modified two others by adding a new quest line. Um, so unlike a lot of the quest lines in Blasphemous, uh, the new quest line added in the uh, Wounds of Eventide is really quite easy to figure out if you've played the game once and like remember what locations are called because like characters will just tell you where they're going to go. Cool. Um, probably because it sets up the new canonical ending for the sequel that's supposed to come out in 2023. So the devs didn't really want to like hide something that you probably needed to know for the sequel to make sense, which I really appreciated because a lot of the other quest lines, the NPC quests are just like, if for some reason you're backtracking with like new abilities and run into this character again, like the the characters don't really move in straight lines. They kind of just appear in different places. Like it's very dark soulsy in the fact that like you either figure it out by accident, it's like right place, right time, or you read Wikipedia, which is how I figured out like most of the NPC quests. I think I did like two by myself out of the out of all the ones that are in the game. Yeah. yeah. They're like the, the uh, ones that we're talking about so far have been pretty like intuitive. Like the bone guy, the the face chest guy. Like in my my two hour playthrough just now, like I ran into those things, and even the linen cloth uh, foot guy. But yeah, these aren't so much <laughs> west because like Nasimiento never moves. It's just no. like if you find enough quicksilver, you can eventually have him give birth to an old man. 
or, right. or two Gandhis rather, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like so, so like that's that's cool. Like the NPC quests, like a lot of the NPC quests, like you might encounter the guy who's like got a weight tied around his neck and he's bent over constantly because that's part of his his oh. way that he uh, his penance basically. His yeah. yeah, like uh, if you don't go to certain areas that are not after other areas you just like kind of get lucky after doing things in a certain order it's like you'll never find him and there's like an achievement that i will never fucking get of having him like meet up with some other dude who again i had to wikipedia because it's just like they they don't go in the same order that you do right yeah they don't have like player character powers so they just materialize in different areas what so like if you guys were to atone would you rather have like a small annoying thing all the time or like one day of pure hell and like complete anguish and pain. And, and then the rest of the, 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 the days you're fine. Like get all your atoning out in one day. Uh, yeah, I, I sweat it out. I take, I take the second one. Definitely. I, I mean, there's, there's scales. <laughs> like if you're saying like having a, you know, sharp, like bamboo splinter under one of my nails for the rest of eternity versus no. like, you know, cutting a finger off, as the big thing, like, yeah, I, I maybe consider the finger thing. But if it's like, oh, you always have one mosquito bite in a very reachable place as your your permanent one. Like, no, I'd take that. Like, <laughs> How obviously. About, so. uh, your <laughs> that's, some weak, that's some weak ass penance, dude. How about your back was like always curved? Like you always had to walk around like like this or something. That looks so refreshing. Jamie is ar- is arching his back backwards the way that none of us sit when we're working in an office chair yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I just he i saw him do that i was like man i gotta stretch now what about this, <laughs> what about this? Oh, you're, yeah, you're more like kind of like uh, i mean again that's back. what i that's how i already that's how i walk that's, that's also, already my life you oh, also man. have a vuvuzela wrapped have... around your forearms <laughs> <laughs> no it would be annoying uh, the Vuvuzela no. would be annoying. But what's the alternative? What's my what's my other one? What's like my burning my in hell, like pain you've never experienced before. Like your your skin's being like burnt off of your body. You can see your muscle and like they're stabbing your muscle at the same time. Like just like absolute hell. Like pure Yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably walk with a hunch. Okay. Do you stay skinned? <laughs> or do you have like if you just have like an afternoon in in event horizon? <laughs> no 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 it's like an afternoon yeah and you, you come back you're like holy shit what a day you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i i do i would probably do the the shift at the event horizon spa uh, over the walking with a hunch thing uh, i'm not sure what i would do but thanks yeah. for both of your opinions there yeah. You go. yeah you're uh, thank you for completing this survey <laughs> uh, i i guess you're wearing Chris... a 25 dollar amazon gift card <laughs> I guess point of order because um, we said at the beginning that penitence was the act of doing something uh, to atone for your sins. And Pete, you just said penance. And I was like, wait, no, penance is what I was thinking of. So I looked up the difference between pen- penitence and penance. Uh, penitence is a state of mind of regret, sorrow, remorse for or for something uh, someone's done. And penance is the act of um, doing something to like absolve yourself of that penitence. Oh, can you oh, use it in a sentence? I can. So penance is like when someone makes a New Year's resolution, they're like, I'm going to uh, repent more. And then they just like, for two days, they whip themselves on the back and then they kind of forget about it. They did the action. Yeah. But the 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 uh, penitent one, he it's a state of mind, you know? It's like, you know what? He, he's always kind of just punching yeah. himself a little he's, bit. He's always just walking around like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. It's a way of life. <laughs> such a fucking asshole. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's I'm a myself today. Yeah. <laughs> 
You've got like the guy whipping himself on stage at the high school, and he's can you? It's just like, uh, can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, a bad. That's a dad joke. I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, I uh, no, no, I I repented today. Look, I I got this mosquito bite in this very reachable place. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with no skin your... walks behind you, like <laughs> <laughs> skin on fire, uh, vulture eating his liver, uh... <laughs> <laughs> crown of thorns. <laughs> Sweating, sweating liquid gold. Wait, so, uh, crown of what? Crown of thorn. Crown of corn. He figured it out. I could have swore you said thorns for a second. No, 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 no. That'd be ridiculous. It's the, it's the, it's the little like the the popcorn string that you do for Christmas, okay, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's wrapped around Jesus's head. Yeah, yeah. Crown of corn, and I'll be fine. <laughs> so, f- for this new quest to get the true ending here, the first thing you need to do is find the grave of Perpetua. Uh, she was the founder of the Anointed Legion, which was a group of knights tasked with protecting the church, the which is called the Mother of Mothers, which we mentioned earlier and in our previous episode, as well as His Holiness Escrobar, the Son of the Miracle, who is not Pope in Blasphemous, who, again, we talked about a lot more in our last episode. Pablo. Um, Pablo. Uh, it's, yeah, Pablo Escrobar. <laughs> um, or was it Escrobar City of Mystery and Enchantment, where Aladdin took place? Uh, no, it's Agra. That's Agra, uh, isn't okay, it? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so communing with per- Perpetua's ghost before fighting her brother Esdras, who is uh, one of the bosses in the game, will give you the incomplete scapular, uh, which in my head, I was like, scapular sounds like scapula, so it's like a shoulder thing, but the actual picture of it in game is like a little square on a necklace, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. A scapular is like a Catholic kind of knitted fabric piece of jewelry that you wear around your neck, but it hangs over your back between your shoulder blades. Okay. It's like a little, it's like an, it's like an icon or a, or like a cameo or whatever. It's like a little thing that you wear there. So she gives you one of those. I don't but know Pete, anyone with square bones. Oh, let's go ahead. Sorry. Pete, you'll be, you'll be happy to know uh, scapular etymology from the old, the late old Italian. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Scapulous <laughs> shoulder. Is that where we first said that's old how I, Italian? That's, that's how I put it together. Yeah. Was it this episode we started the old Italian thing? I think it's older than this. No. I think old Italian came from this one because custodia is spelled with a V and there is no U in Latin. I mean, we've so we've talked, we've used old Italian a lot. I, I just yeah. don't know if it was as recent as the start of the pandemic. Which means Latin for the new viewers. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do th- it was before I the think. pandemic. It was yeah. before. Yeah. In my yeah. head canon, I think that the genesis of old Italian was this. But again, like, I, fucking check the wiki, dude. Like, I, I don't know the things I said. Who's wrong, motherfuckers? I dare to listen yeah. to you. all of our episodes and prove us wrong and listen to all the ads, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie just, like, racking up credit card debt. He's just like, yeah, man, listen to all the episodes. <laughs> um, so she'll give you the incomplete scapular. Um, her ghost... Uh, will appear in a flash of light before the fight of Esdras, and he'll realize that you're like a good, cool guy who his friend or his sister thinks is cool, um, and he wants you to now actually go kill the Pope, actually, instead of like being a cop, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, he then offers to meet you in the church where you first acquired the sword, the mea culpa, which is the uh, forgive me or whatever. Uh I always do this on subsequent playthroughs now uh, because it's a good way to just skip the fight. Like the boss fight is pretty good, but like if you could skip it, you can just get to the get to the end of the game and finish your challenge run faster. So it doesn't really matter. Like in New Game Plus, 
get the incomplete scapular, skip the fight with Esdras if you don't want to do the whole quest line because you just want to get to the credits and get your reward for the challenge run. That's the quickest way to do it. It's, if it's your dopamine hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second boss to be modified is Chrysanta, the Wrapped Agony, who we talked about in the last episode. Um, <laughs> I bought the prequel comic to Blasphemous for a buck seventy during the Steam sale um in preparation for this to see kind of what was going on it really just reveals that chrysanto was sent to the brotherhood of silent sorrow to kill all the penitent one and his brothers and sisters of the order uh like the anointed legion was sent to basically wipe them out completely but then when the penitent one like the game begins you're on a pile of corpses of people wearing the same helmet and you are revived by some miracle basically you're okay. you're you're the chosen but the reason it the comic thankfully explains why you're in a pile of corpses otherwise i otherwise unplayable right these like yeah. hybrid <laughs> names though they're kind of getting out of control you got like chad chad daniel uh chris santa um who else um, oh yeah of course <laughs> chris santa completely incomprehensible as just a regular woman's name who weighs 140 pounds god willing yeah it's... and wears a red suit and has a red yeah. nose and a yeah. Gray beard. yeah yeah she's a snowman like yeah just like... <laughs> chris santa the rapt agony is just like stop motion snowman yeah. <laughs> um so uh if you follow the the new quest line she gets a third and just like frankly like good but like way too fucking long boss fight because you can parry every single one of her attacks but the opening to hit her is really low and you can't counter any of them so it's really just like looking for tiny itty bitty little fucking pixel wide openings to do a little bit of damage to her um it's pretty brutal it's not hard it's just really long i found of like it's mostly counter you're always on the defensive because she moves so fast um but it is worth it i guess for the true ending um then you kind of like you you end up this is it you you would have seen him today if you've been into the ossuary which is the bone room where you give away the relics um a new character oh excuse me this is a different guy uh, a new character directed to two new bosses uh required to get the true ending uh this being the fourth visage uh, in the base game, the first three bosses are Ten Piedad, Trace Anguistas, and Our Lady of the Charred Visage, uh, which, again, we went into in our last episode. They protect what's called, like, the Guardian Visages, who give you the holy wounds required to enter the Mother of Mothers, which is the church that we were talking about. Um, and these are the holy wounds of Attrition, Contrition, and Compunction, which are the three genders, as we all know. Yeah, of course. I like Compunction. Um, that one sounds fun. <laughs> put it in your put it in your twitter bio um <laughs> the the fourth visage also witnessed the occurrence of the miracle but didn't consider it to be a holy blessing uh it somehow figured that twisting a, a young man around a tree and making him bleed liquid gold was kind of fucked up and the high wolves might not be the good guys whereas the, ask. the other mm -hmm. three were just like no Holy miracle, all good. Yeah. We should make a religion out of this. And okay. the fourth Peter, we're, was like, if, no. If we're going to teach fake history, we have to teach both sides of fake history, okay? <laughs> okay, that's, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's good and important to take a, a boy who's feeling bad and make a tree grow up through him and wrap him around that tree painfully yeah. and gold for all eternity, okay? Yeah, like we're very, it's a centrist podcast as yeah. we've we established. <laughs> we should listen to both uh, both sides of the miracle yeah. and the high it, wills. It's, it's my right and you're 
infringing on my rights. Okay, it's my right to have somebody else be tortured for all eternity. Yeah. Okay. It's like that That's children's right. song. It, uh, the the fly on the frog on the tortured man in the log on the middle yeah, of yeah. the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, like I'm, like, I'm not saying this wrong. As I said, we're centrists, right? Mm-hmm. By design. As mm-hmm. punishment for being skeptical, which is totally fair, uh, the three other visages plucked out the eyes of the fourth and imprisoned it below the mother of mothers. Um, one eye was given to Sierpes, who is a massive sea serpent uh, that he put in his skull in, to replace one of his real eyes. Uh, as a review, just quickly, this boss is very out of place in Blasphemous because it is like snakes are biblical, but the design of it isn't particularly interesting. It is just a big snake and <laughs> is frankly a, it like I do love this game, but this fight is fucking god awful. It is not hard. It has probably the highest health pool in the entire fucking game and is also bugged. So if you dodge forward too close to his head, I think the way the dodge works is it just kind of like make, deletes your hitbox briefly. So you just kind of pass through its head and then get stuck inside its head and take contact damage the entire time. Fun. Oh, so it just kills you. But if you have the rosary bead that prevents contact damage, you just stand there inside its head forever and have to alt F4 the game. so it's like uh, cool man yeah that's great it's snake venom rp you either die or you get paralyzed or yeah it's just it's role playing it's it's a feature i think i'm sure it's a feature yeah Yeah. uh it's bad it's a bad fight in a good game and it takes a very long fucking time um the second golden eye is in the hilt of the scythe belonging to isadora the voice of the dead Okay, I'm uh, glad we're on GoldenEye 2. I can't wait till we get to GoldenEye 64, honestly. Same, man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right this is it. a 19-hour episode, guys. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, do, 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> the second GoldenEye is in the hilt of her scythe. Uh, it's in kind of like, I guess, what would be the hinge of it. She's got like the handle, and then there's the blade, and sure. connecting it is the is the eye itself. Where, where um, iron meets wood. Yes, yeah. where the iron meets the wood. Yeah. <laughs> Where the um, Ferris meets the porous. Where the Ferris meets the tree. <laughs> the f- Flores, maybe? The, the, the Flores. Oh, where the Flores meets the Ferris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I think we, we fucked up old Italian probably in that case. <laughs> um, so she can be fought after collecting enough holy relics and giving to the warden of the ossuary, who is the old dude who's like surrounded by jars in the room where you add where you give him all the bones of the saints that you find. Yeah, he had a jar with a My Little Pony figure in it. It was kind of weird, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, like, the My Little Pony figure. You've got the fedora. You've got, like, just, like, a bunch of random... Just, like, a bunch of random garbage. Okay, so I know that, I know that this isn't canon and this isn't real because uh, those people have no compunction. They have no guilt or remorse for the things that they do. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah Bron- BronyCon was like the most godless place on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had mentioned this earlier, but just a little bit more detail. Um, the holy relics in game are bones um, belonging to saints and other important people to the religion of Custodia that worship the miracle. Some of which might be named after Kickstarter backers because one of them is like McMitten's the masseuse or something like that. <laughs> so like like one of your Kickstarter benefits was being yeah, like yeah. deified in, in the canon of Custodia. Beautiful. 
Yeah. Uh, in uh, I think we realized I think we mentioned this in the last episode, so I'm not going to get too far into it now. But like, uh, holy relics in real life are like a big part of Catholic worship, I guess, because I know there's like a rag that has Pope John Paul's blood on it when he somebody tried to assassinate him. So and like somebody had like gotten gotten one of the rags that has his blood on it. And there's like little vials of blood of like parts of popes and their knuckle bones and shit like that like there, the, there's the, like a lot of people who like there's a lot of uh sales of jesus's foreskin out there where people are like no we're the ones that have his foreskin because obviously he was um circumcised uh okay. in, in the christian tradition um but there's like a lot of fakes out there of people claiming to sell jesus's foreskin as a holy relic it would be how, so how would you now? check yeah. <laughs> you can, you don't check. You can't check. That's be so crunch. I love your two, I love your your two reactions. Peter skepticism. Jamie hungry. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I'm just saying it would be like it would fall apart. There's no way. <laughs> I have a much more reasonable question. I'll just, it, it would be desiccated for sure. I yeah. wonder if they had to get like one of those silica packets to like store with it whenever they like whoever stole it from the manger. Oh yeah, but of course it says do not eat on the do silica. Not... Jesus is yeah. foreskin. It's fair game. Fair game, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I found out. I, I have may have, I may have said this on the podcast, and again, don't do it. Silica is not poisonous. Uh, apparently, it just dehydrates you, which is the thing. Yeah, well, it's it's poisonous to the point of if you eat too much, then it, it fucks with your kidney's ability to uh, process water, I think. Uh, the Lord it's like, like, do not endorse eating silica. No, just yeah. <laughs> eat, eat your jerky or your foreskin or whatever the fuck, and yeah, then yeah. throw the silica <laughs> in the garbage where it belongs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like salt poisoning, right? Like, you can't eat too much salt because then, yeah. like... Water fluids can't get through your kidneys, basically. Right. Yeah. 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 Stick yeah. stick to your teriyaki foreskins, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat the silica gel. Yeah. 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 I like my foreskin spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Cajun heat, baby. <laughs> oh, sweet chili foreskin is. The, yeah. I'm glad they kept it around. <laughs> sweet chili time for a while. <laughs> sweet chili. Yeah. Uh, that was a good laugh. So uh, as you collect the relics and bring them to the guy in the ossuary, um, it will unlock a door behind him. Um, I don't know how many this is. The fandom for Blasphemous is fairly small, so the wiki is not like updated as quickly as something like from Dark Souls would be. But it's probably more than half. Like I know where most of them are, and I have the achievement for collecting all the ones in the base game. So like at some point, I just like went in to the room, banked all of them, and then a door opened behind him. Um, this is where you fight Isadora, the voice of the dead. It is such a good fight. Like it, like the, the new bosses from the DLC or from at least Wounds of Eventide is this like, you've got the one that's like kind of tedious. It's not difficult. It's annoying and it's buggy. And then you have the one that is just so tight. The, the fight against Isadora is so fucking good. Um, it uses a lot of the mechanics within the game. Very well balanced. Um, however, it did troll me where at some point she like spawns fireballs out of a out of a torch that have like very like light seeking abilities and i killed her while one of them was still active in the screen uh which i killed her and was obviously not holding the controller anymore because i was like wow job well done dude and then was killed by the remaining fireball however the game realized that this was a problem and then immediately refunded my souls to me so i didn't lose anything i just respawned at the checkpoint outside of the room so i didn't have to walk back to it oh weird yeah 
Um, so returning both eyes to the fourth visage uh, gives you the true heart of the mea culpa. Hearts of the mea culpa are like upgrades of the sword, basically. Um, it is called the apodictic heart, um, and it is what we use to actually free Chrysanta. Um, after beating her two regular phases um, and then her third phase, you like kind of cut these psychic chains out of the air, basically, that His Holiness Escrabar had been using to um, control her, basically, and brainwash her into, you know, killing the Penitent Ones or the Brotherhood of Silent Sorrow that were all the good dudes, like the, the order that you're a part of. Yeah. Um, after you fight the two stages, so after doing all this, you fight the two stages of His Holiness Escrabar, and then he ascends to a third stage uh, where he becomes kind of a demonic-looking old man who is nude and kind of bright red with five arms. Um, I don't think you can fail this fight. I think it's more of like an interactive cutscene. Okay. Because um, he doesn't have... He doesn't do a whole lot of damage, and all his attacks are super easy to dodge, and doesn't have a health bar either anymore, so I don't think it's really checking. Um, but if you do a certain amount of damage, uh, he will do like an, a screen clearing laser attack, at which point Chrysanta, now freed from his control, will come and like block the attack for you and protect you. And then eventually when you kill him, uh, the liberated Chrysanta will like help you uh, actually confront the High Wills themselves. Um, the High Wills, the architects of the Grievous Miracle... Uh, appears like three giant floating heads that all kind of talk at the same time in different voices. Um, they're probably referencing the Holy Trinity of like the the Son, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. Um, but either way, they're kind of just like they're just four very normal for blasphemous looking faces, but they just are weeping liquid gold. Um, the Penitent One and Chrysanta kill or destroy all of the heads together. Um, is, this a, is this a fight or is this a cutscene? This is a cutscene. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the fight the the fight I refer to that I don't think you can lose is, is the, the last fight. Is the final fight, exactly. Okay. Like again, it's it's against Escrabar in his like true form. In the base game, you do see this like five armed man ascend out of the body of the boss fight, but then it just like goes to the final cutscene to the credits. The new ending now has you fight this five armed guy. Okay. Again, I don't think you could lose. Like I did it on my first shot. Even though I've played the game four times, I still don't one-shot yeah. most bosses. You guys could beat the game seven times and get to that boss to see if you can beat him. <laughs> or yeah, go for it. Prove me wrong, children. Prove yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Um, so after uh, the destruction of... This is all within a cutscene now. After the destruction of the High Wills, the Penitent One finally gets to meet his hero, the Twisted Father, uh, who reaches out off of the log he's fused to with like a little branch hand and then he just like blows away in the wind after being like you did it champ um the penitent one then takes his sword the blade of which also blows away in the wind and the following scene is uh santa uh, carrying no it's not the twisted father is now replaced by twisted sister and then everybody in the song it, it's, they all sing we're not gonna take it and everybody links arms all the peasants and the, the yes the suffering folks yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they do the can cans dance with their legs and yes, and, <laughs> yeah. and then the, the penitent one ties a bunch of balloons to the roof of his house and flies to south america right right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like one. yeah like the, the whole thing is just like you've got like the stuffy the stuffy teacher who is like a five-armed red flying man who is like what do you want to do with your life <laughs> <laughs> i want to repent <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so after the sword dissolves, you don't see him collapse, but the penitent one is then seen being carried by Chrysanta and like the tutorial guy who looks like a pervy tingle, a pervier tingle, uh, who is named Deo Gracias is behind her. Uh, the two of them then place the penitent one in a coffin and kind of like send him out to sea cause he's done. He's dead. Following this, a gigantic beating heart drops out of a beam of sunlight in the sky, in the clouds, with a man, a full-sized man curled up as a fetus inside of it, with, like, veins and tubes connecting it above the clouds. Um, and that's apparently a, a hint for the sequel, because that is the end of the true ending. The, the last thing you see in Blasphemous now with the true ending is a beating heart with a man, uh, kind of matrix pod inside of it. Neat. Cool. And that's Blasphemous. Pretty neat. Thanks for sending through a longer episode of The Lore Boys, but uh, not enough for two, but just enough for a big one. And I know some people have been complaining that the episodes are too short, apparently, because their 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 trip to work is 17 minutes longer than one of our normal episodes. I think he, he <laughs> wanted us to cut the episode by 10 minutes, or either that or extend it longer so we can get two in or something like that. Yeah. No. Oh, well, now we've completely thrown off your cycle, so that's yeah. that's even better, dude. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been your host, Peter O'Donoghue. Uh, you can find my work at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram, or you can hang out on Discord, loreboyspodcast.com, or excuse me, theloreboys.com slash about, um, and then click the link to join the Discord, or just do it in the description of your podcast app of choice, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jamie, what about you? You got anything you want to sell to the listeners today? Uh, not really. Just uh, hop in that Discord. Silica gel. <laughs> Silica gel. Uh, I got some crunchy beef jerky that you guys might want, uh, but I won't, I won't spoil it. Uh, uh, no, just get in that Discord. Go to loreboys.com slash about. Uh, we see lots of new folks coming in all the time. Don't let some of the regulars scare you off. Some of them are... Are, uh, <laughs> kind of degenerates but uh there's a lot of normal folks in there too um there's there's plenty of stuff in that discord that people need to repent for but yes. uh oh, yeah. it's yes. it's also a, a pretty wholesome place at times and it can be a lot of fun um jamie and, and peter and the gang and not me because i uh was doing family stuff but on christmas eve uh, a week or so ago um there was like a nice hangout for people who didn't have something to be doing on the uh on the night of where Everyone was playing some games together. Pete was streaming Blasphemous, I believe, on the holiest of uh, Hollow Nights. Rather than going to Midnight Mass, he decided to play a sure uh, was sinful game. I think, uh, in, my, in my, my opinion, if you ask me, um, all games yeah. are sin. All, all games are sinning. Yeah, <laughs> gamers are sinners. Uh, there's no, there's no coexistence. <laughs> uh, it, you know those coexist stickers on the back of people's cars? Those are yeah. sin. And uh, they're just like because of the gamer, the gamer, <laughs> the gamer symbol yeah. in there. Repent, gamer. Do ten no scopes and twenty dabs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, father. Yeah. Forgive me, father, for I have teabagged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If you like the show, you want to support us. Uh, like uh, Peter said, big shout out to our our newest patron, Ryan. Uh, means the world to us. Uh, thanks a bunch. And if you want to become a patron yourself, you can go to patreon.com slash the lore boys. Uh, sign up there. We have a couple different tiers. We're always trying to come up with new ideas, things to share with you guys, things to give you guys fun ways to uh, to make it more more worth your while. But uh, even the basest of tiers um, just give you an extra layer of access to us um, that not everybody has. Uh, and it means the world. Uh, it helps us a lot make, uh, make this all make sense, you know? Um, we wouldn't do it without the listeners. Um, but the patrons make it a lot easier and, like I say, saner to do it. 
Um, <laughs> and if you don't trust Patreon, of course, we have uh, Lore Boys Prime. If you've been a sinful boy and your credit card no longer works, don't worry. We don't take credit cards like Patreon would. Um, so we know you guys are, are uh, into, into some shit. Uh, but we need your help gathering some scapulars. Scapulars or scapulas. Uh, so send them our way. And uh, Jamie's starting up his own jer- jerky company, uh, as he kind of hinted at before. Said he wanted to uh, said he wanted to give us some previews. Uh, Jamie's Crunchy Jerky is uh, going to be our, our newest operation here at Lore Boys HQ. Uh, I was, I was going to say it's like no, it, it, it's called Uncut Jerky. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just, would be, but it's specifically cut. It just uh, looks like gold uh, gold flake covered pork rinds. It's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of the honey one because it's drizzled drizzled in that that petrichor you know that uh, that God's blood, um, and it's uh, it's really sweet. It's really sweet. I would say Jamie always makes me taste it in the dark, and I think it's it's best enjoyed in the dark. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Fuck the haters, dude. We have silica gel flavored jerky. Limited time only. <laughs> <laughs> Real silica gel. Yeah. Uh, but we do, oh, for yeah. legal reasons, tell you not to eat it. <laughs> we're, revealing, we're revealing the mystery, what it actually tastes like. <laughs> well, like, jerky's so salty, it'll dehydrate you barely less. <laughs> uh, and I think that would constitute a Lore Boys... Lore Boys... Repent. Repent. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.